welcome to the How To Dressage podcast and in this episode we're going to look at how to ride a 10 metre circle. So when you reach novice level dressage you will be required to perform 10 metre circles. Now although this might sound straightforward there's more to executing this movement correctly than you first might think. So what makes a good 10 metre circle? So before you start, visualise how you would like to be seen from the ground riding a 10 metre circle. You are expected to have even bend, think of an imaginary line through the horse's body from the tail, centrally through the hind quarters, through the back and shoulders, through the neck and finishing at the pole. There should be no tilting of the head. Now a 10 metre circle is quite a small diameter, so it is the rider's job to choose exactly the right tempo, which is the speed of the rhythm, whether the horse is in walk, trot or canter, to enable the horse to manage the rhythm and bend without any disturbances or unevenness to the stride length. So now let's look at how to ride a 10 metre circle. So your first step is to understand arena geometry. Now every circle has four circle points and the rider must know where these points are. Now from the outside track to the centre line is 10 metres, so this distance is the diameter of the circle. So to ride a 10 metre circle on the left rein at E in a correctly measured and marked arena, the point at E would be your first circle point. Your second circle point would be on the quarter line, halfway in between the outside track and the centre line, and five metres up from E. As mentioned, your second circle point would be on the centre line, because this is 10 metres from the outside track. And lastly, your third circle point would be again on the quarter line, halfway in between the outside track and the centre line, and again five metres away from B in the opposite direction. So now that you know where all your four circle points are, visualise yourself riding from point to point as these points will join together and form the circle line. So the secret to this is to know exactly where the unmarked lines are, for example the centre line, the quarter line and the three quarter line, to know exactly how many metres are in between the markers. So now that you have mastered riding an accurate 10 metre circle, you can now concentrate on the horse's way of going. So step two, the correct way of going. So now the rider must know what form they want from the horse. This means that although the diameter is quite small, the horse must be in an appropriate rhythm and with the required amount of suppleness to be able to keep him in the rhythm. If the horse lacks suppleness, it will not be possible to join the circle points. Therefore, the horse could fall in or out or both to give himself more space. Now, if the horse does not fully understand how to stay to the bridle and contact, this can cause mistakes in terms of keeping the balance and maintaining even steps around the circle. Now, once you have mastered the geometry and your horse's way of going on the circle, you can move to step three, which is to increase the level of difficulty. So once you are familiar with riding the imaginary circle points from the outside track, you can increase the level of difficulty by riding a 10 metre circle around L, X or I, the markers on the centre of a 60 metre arena, or just an X in a 40 metre arena. 
Now the principle of marking out two 10 meter circles that cross through the central point, in this case L, X or I, is exactly the same as the previous exercises. But on this exercise, there is no outside track to lean on. Therefore, there is no hiding from the subject of the horse's balance and self-carriage. Now, if the horse lacks balance, he will lean onto one of the tracks or he will become crooked as indicated by the hindquarters and or shoulders falling in or out. Now, correctly ridden small circles like this are a very good exercise for building the impulsion, balance and therefore engagement. From these qualities come the improvement in the way of going and from this the high marks in a dressage test. Now finally, a circle of this size can and should be ridden in trot and canter. So to wrap this episode up, riding a good 10 metre circle in walk, trot or canter is not as easy as it first might sound. The circle must be accurate in order to demonstrate that the horse is supple and connected enough to negotiate the movement without losing his balance and rhythm. Use the exercises that we've described in this podcast to achieve all these things and you can look forward to being rewarded with high marks in your dressage tests. So let us know how you get on with 10 metre circles and is your horse as capable with this movement on both reins? Let us know in the comments below. Now you can place that comment at the bottom of the relevant blog post, at the bottom of the relevant YouTube video, or you can find us on any one of our other social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. We truly appreciate you tuning in today to listen to our podcast and hope that you've got a lot from it. For more, don't forget to check out our articles and other free stuff available on our website howtodressage.com and pop by Amazon for our range of equestrian books, planners and diaries to help you stay on track with your competitions and training. Bye for now.